Welcome to Lawmen, a podcast about local legends and obscure curiosities from days of yore. I'm James Shakeshaft. And I'm Alistair Beckett-King. And this week, Alistair, we've got an international myth with Yuriko Katani. Ah, returning guest law person Yuriko Katani. Oh yeah, all the way from Japan. You remember when the first time you heard about those little fish that would swim up your wee? I do remember. This is the sort of monster that's going to make you rethink going in a river. Yeah, I was, I was just thinking about going in a river. Oh, don't listen to this first. This will make you rethink it. Okay. That's a, a weird way of introducing a story, but yep. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Let's hear it then. Hello, Alastair. Hello, James. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Very good. Um, we've got a returning guest law person again. Returning? Yeah. Who is it? It's none other than, it, well, it is, this is who it is, it's Yuriko Katani. Hello, Yuriko. Hi, Alistair. Hi, James. How are you? I'm good. We've got some excellent folklore to talk to you about. We've been in cahoots. What? Me and Yuriko. We've been scheming to bring of you... all the things to be in. I know. Cahoots? I never suspected. Hey, has there ever been a restaurant chain called Cahoots? There should be. We were in cahoots for lunch. No, wouldn't work. <laughs> wouldn't work. But yeah, we've got a tale for you. Have you ever heard of Kappa? Yes, we had uh, Kappa tracky bottoms, very popular among my peers. That uh, People would run up and um, it was called kegging ah. because the elastic was quite loose. And so if you pulled at the knee point, you could just pull someone's tracky bottoms ah. earthwards, resulting in hilarity. Revealing the kecks. Yeah. So is Kappa a type of pant or pantaloon? Oh, God, no, not at all. Not at all. You said that so seriously. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't come on your podcast to talk about pants, Alistair. (laughs) Yes. No, I man. Uh, (laughs) But I know Kappa. It it was popular, wasn't it? Mm. Two two people sitting on the floor facing the other way around. That's the logo. Yes, that's the logo. And uh, the, so the kappa I am going to talk about today is uh, nothing to do with those kappa. It's a uh, mystical creatures uh, live in Japan. They could be in rivers or swamp, any uh, wet somewhere like water. Yeah, fresh water tend to be though a fresh water yes. a fresh water beast, fresh wa- a freshwater mythical beast Ooh. rather. Uh, oh, that's a, right. A choosy little beast. Mm. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Too salty. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. That's Reese Shearsmith playing the kappa there. No, no, thank you. Too salty. I don't want that. <laughs> Take it away. Take it away. I am I am not for brine. Thank you. So, um, can you imagine how they uh, look like? Um, no. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not, not with the current information. No, I can't. I'm now imagining Reese Shearsmith. Let me explain. <laughs> so, kappa is a shape of a human kid. And then they could be green or red. And uh, they got a big shell on their back. Like a Koopa Trooper? Yes, like a Koopa. Come on, that's the only thing I know about Japanese culture. Please give me some credit. Mainly Mario. It's mainly Mario, yeah. And uh, they got uh, web hands. And not just that, they got beak. A beak? Yes. They got a plate on their head. A plate? Yes. 
On their head? Yeah, on their like head. Like a ceramic, like a porcelain ceramic. It's plate. more a divot in the top of their head than an actual physical bowl. Like a like a, a, a child's homemade ashtray. It's just really a bit of clay that's been pressed to have a hole in it. Yeah, but but the top of a head. A child-sized yeah. humanoid turtle. With beak. With a beak, all right. With a beak. They've got shelled backs, webbed hands, beaked face and plated heads. Yes. That's, I mean, it's a nightmare for classification. They're... they're a, a, mm. What's the word? Chimera. They got it all. I know. You want beaks? We got beaks. You want bowls? Yeah, they got everything. Like a tiny waiter? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. Tiny, tiny waiter in the river. <laughs> it's one of my favourite Japanese animes, Tiny Waiter in the River. Yep. <laughs> also, they use the phrase Japanese anime there. Somewhat <laughs> redundant. So this place, uh, you have to be careful. They have to be careful uh, mm. because uh, if their plate gets dry... They become weakened. The dish is full of water from their river that they live in. Oh, these sort of child-sized turtles with beaks. I didn't imagine them being super strong to begin with. Oh. Are they strong? Oh, they are very strong. Yes, very strong. I'm sorry, I clearly haven't been taking them seriously up until this point. <laughs> because <laughs> their favourite sport is sumo wrestling. Sumo wrestling. Yes. Like, they're not a bit small for sumo wrestling. I know that sumo wrestlers are just giant child babies. That's the shape <laughs> they are. They look like giant babies. But these guys are in-scale babies. But they are tough. Yeah, very tough. Yeah. There's a neat trick if you want to get them to lose their water because they're very polite. <clears throat> so you bow to them and they bow back. The water tips out of their plate. They're rendered powerless. Uh, don't all sumo wrestling matches begin with a bow? Uh, a sort of bow, yeah. And a, and a throwing of salt, which again, I guess the couple yeah, would wouldn't hate like. That, yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. not a fan of the brine. <laughs> it's me heart. Stop throwing salt. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps those rules were invented to prevent the Kappa from joining in as very small sumo wrestlers. They've added a sort yeah. of uh, a protective brine like you would get on olives. What, to, to stop olives from becoming Greco-Roman wrestlers? What? Yeah, same idea, same idea. Yeah. <laughs> but Alyssa, uh, you have to be careful if you yep. uh, do sumo in front of Kappa. Yeah. Because if you lose, they steal your shirikodama. I mean, I think I would have to be careful doing sumo wrestling in general. I have no training. I don't have the physique uh, or the diet. No way, I'm a vegan. That is quite close to... Well, these guys are vegan. Sort of vegan, actually. They're, they're, they're not quite vegan. They, their favourite foods are cucumber... Nice. ...and the aforementioned shirikodama. 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 Am I saying we... that correct? Shirikodama. Yes. Uh, so my next question is, shirikodama, what is? Oh... <laughs> James, please explain to. Oh yeah, okay. Yes. Well, it's a it's a um, it's a mythical human organ, spherical in shape, and uh, it's located. Well, Yuriko, you could tell us where where you'd find one. So it's located uh, inside of uh, inside the anus. <laughs> yeah, human anus. Human, human anus. Yes. I mean, of all the places to claim a mythical organ resides, that's one of the ones that's <laughs> easiest to check. It's a weird lie to invent that because. Every every person you check's like yours is gone too. <laughs> These cappers, they're they're everywhere. They take mine. <laughs> it's the reverse of those humorous X-rays where they show people have stuff up their bum. Japanese doctors are like gone again. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've, I've never seen one. So what what does that organ do? The shirikodama. So apparently, um, it contains like something like soul kind of thing. So if it's taken. And then you feel you become, yeah, soulless, kind of like lose energy or, yes. Of all the places to keep your soul, it seems risky. I mean, to me, it seems, it's like leaving an item you really want 
in the hallway of your building. It's like, you can't guarantee it's going to stay there. What if there was a rush on? Yes. yes. You could imagine that someone who had had their shirikodama taken from them by a by a, a toddler-sized turtle with a bowl on its head might might be a little bit changed afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why uh, back in the days people say, be careful by the river. It's dangerous. Kappa will be there. Maybe, maybe not. You know that sort of classic 70s public information film, you know, with um, deep water? Yes. Imagine that. Yeah. But it's a little baby human turtle that's going to steal <laughs> your shirikodama <laughs> from straight out of your anus. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine that's also going to keep kids away from the water's that's edge, right. isn't it? I should, I should think so. I mean... I don't know, Yuriko, did Japan have terrifying public information films? Because we just grew up watching films about, um, hey, kids, want to go and play on a farm? Well, you're going to get pulled into a thresher. And then they would quite realistically, in like a folk horror way, so children drowning in silos of grain. Yeah. Dying, drowning in slurry. That's terrifying. Which is poo, let's be honest. It's just a nice name for poo. Have you seen the one of the kite flying one, where it's don't fly kites near electrical wires? No. Oh, there's a, it's a basically don't fly, don't fly kites near electrical wires. Kid does that, gets fully electrocuted and burnt, and then one of their mates goes to help them, also electrocuted and burnt. No. <laughs> oh no. That's... So it's don't fly kites or be nice to people. <laughs> don't help. Yeah. <laughs> there is no wow. society. Wow. My favourite one is um, we just watched it every single year. The kid who got his feet cut off on the train lines. The, fo- the kid who played football. What do you mean we watched it every year? Did you have it on tape? In school. In school. We oh, watched right, it every okay. year in school. It wasn't part of the Christmas programming in Tyne T's area. <laughs> <laughs> just before the Queen's speech. Settle down, everyone. Pray silence. Yeah, a little break in the nativity for a story about Chris who doesn't play football anymore. Oh. I, I can't believe I've made it through my whole life without knowing anybody who got their feet sliced off in, on the railway track. I was sure it was going to happen. Sounds like it worked. Realistically, though, this was in Durham, and decades of uh, Tory cuts have meant that public transport in the area quite poorly served. There weren't enough trains to cut off kids' feet. Yeah, we were lying out on the train lines going, come on, but Thatcher <laughs> went, no. Yeah. Or Dr. Beeching, to be more accurate. Sorry, Yuriko, I'm sure you're fascinated by my <laughs> extremely specific resentment. The the eponymous uh, Dr. Beeching from the sitcom Oh, Dr. Beeching. There's, there's something you should understand about Britain, Yuriko. If, um, if a politician closes train stations, we go, there's a sitcom in that, and we make a sitcom <laughs> about that. <laughs> Love it, want to watch it. <laughs> the, other, so the weird thing about Oh, Dr. Beeching is someone looked at Heidi High and thought, I like it, but you know what I don't like about it? The way they're in a holiday camp. Yeah. Can we have that, but without the fun element? Can we, can we put this in a failing train station? <laughs> um, so, um, uh, I really enjoyed that interlude, but I apologise to Yuriko. Mm. And anyone who hasn't seen Heidi High or Oh, Dr. Beeching. Or who have had their feet cut off in a train oh. incident. Yes. Oh, and anyone uh, I hope you learned your lesson. And anyone who's had the, their um, fleshy uh, soul sphere stolen from their from the bottom yeah actually do we need a content warning before this episode the fleshy soul sphere <laughs> or or for our own anuses our un- unexpected content in the form of a fleshy soul sphere. just take a piece of gaffer tape if you're going to go swimming in the river lads <laughs> just pop on a, or lasses. a modest x of gaffer <laughs> as if to as if to say to the cappers no no not today the thing about the, the i read about the cappers that it sort of tickled me 
Well, it would. <laughs> You'd expect it to tickle at least. Not with that beak. Um, <laughs> was that they love to wrestle, but whoa, 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 sorry, sorry. Do they get it out with their beak? It's the favourite food. Oh, sorry. I've been imagining them reaching in and taking it back to a nest and cooking it or something. I, right, sorry, just the visual image of them actually beaking their way in to get it is... <laughs> beaking compelling. their way in. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Japanese culture so superior to ours? I just don't know. But whilst the Kappa love wrestling, their arms have a peculiar quality about them. Oh, yeah? So their arms are inside their shell are linked directly to each other. So if you pull one, the other arm gets shorter oh. and that one gets longer. <laughs> kind of like kids' mittens. Oh, yeah, that's what I heard as well. I think this is just a toddler. That they, they, Someone's just come across a, a toddler with a bowl on its head. Yeah, or it's been at a party, so it's wearing a party hat. The party hat has yeah. slipped down yep. into beak. It's got a backpack yep. on. Yeah, it's got a slightly misshapen head. It's hungry for shirakadama and cucumber. Who doesn't like cucumber? <laughs> you eat uh, sushi, right? Like cucumber. Yeah, sushi. so I'm, I'm vegan, so I don't I don't eat sashimi, but I, I can have sushi as long as it hasn't got all of the fishy oil. Could you? Would you? Would you eat shirakadama? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was prepared. Depends how it was acquired, really. From a the... from a renewable resource. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's spherical. It's going to be rolling off the plate. You would need chopsticks, wouldn't you? You can't go for that with a knife and fork, chasing it around the restaurant. The problem is, if it does roll away, then you sort of you're bending over to get it. Then you you are putting yourself oh, at risk. Yeah, yeah. You're, and the Danger the again. cycle continues. Yeah. Danger again. The kappa will be there for you. So you know the cucumber roll. It's called a kappa maki. It's called kappa maki because because it's kappa's favorite. The cucumber. It is among their favourites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of their two favourite foods. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as a vegan, I'm used to asking, what's in this? But with the kappa roll, I'm really like, yeah, but what is in this? I think those are the ones Americans call California rolls. Yes. Oh, and if if you are lured into a river uh, by a kappa... As so easily I might be. ...and taken, you're, apparently your body will turn up seemingly unharmed. Well, dead. Oh. But apart from that, seemingly unharmed. <laughs> you are the worst investigating and officer, I have to say. Seemingly unharmed. That's great news. <laughs> oh, no, but dead. Well, why are we here? <laughs> yeah, he's dead. But oh, he's seemingly dead, unharmed. yeah. But empty like a dried gourd. Oh. Yeah. Empty like a dried gourd. I'm a northern man, so that is how northerners <laughs> die anyway. But it's still shocking. <laughs> and live. And they die as they live. <laughs> empty as a dried gourd. On the inside, just micro-machines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, when northern men die, they're found they're cracked open, full of micro machines like a piñata. It makes me think oh, of yeah. a, you know, like a Ramonet bottle. Do you know? Please describe for the the occidental yeah. and ignorant. Ramonet is like a sort of fizzy pop, but it has like a very distinctive type of bottle opening in that it's like a, a glass bottle, uh, and the, somehow I'm not really sure how it works, but there's basically a marble that is the top of it the cap and then you get this sort of plastic thing that you push on the top and it pushes the marble into the bottle and then you can drink i've seen sort of traditional like 18th century bottles that work like that oh right because also it stops it if you diff it upside down it stops it completely running out doesn't it because the marble falls down and blocks it yeah 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 so i think maybe that's what the shirikodama does <laughs> as a function it stops all the stuff leaking out of you but they take it and then it drains out so you're like a dried gourd oh no 
So I think that might be how it works. And they use their beak to kind of poof, pop it in. <laughs> Drink your sweet, sweet insides. Mm. But I don't know. Because you, you turn up seemingly unharmed, apart from being dead. And, and hollow. Wow. Really stretching the phrase, seemingly unharmed. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends how close you look. Oh, I can't believe we haven't mentioned my, my favourite physiological part of the kappa. Is this like normal? I read this on one website. Is this normal, Yuriko? How many anuses do you think? <laughs> oh, actually, we'll ask Alistair first. Oh. How many anuses do you think a kappa has? We're entering the section of lawmen that we call, how many anuses do you think? <laughs> I know, I know it, I know it. You know the answer. Okay, you're locked in. (laughs) (laughs) I have to guess how many anuses I think the kappa has. So I'm going to assume it's not one. (laughs) (laughs) Six. Bit high, a bit strong. Did I I overshoot? went too far. I'm I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. It actually, it makes it seem a bit bit boring now. It's only got three. (laughs) Mm. Bit of a disappointment. And that apparently enables it to fart thrice as much as a human. You'd think it would divide the intensity by three. <laughs> You'd think it would be sort of burning the candle at both ends. <laughs> so we, we even have the phrase. We often say, henokappa, yeah. and henokappa means kappa's fart. Like easy, <laughs> that's, that's easy, piece of cake. Because the more bums you have, the easier it is to fart. <laughs> if anything, it's hard to stop. <laughs> so I think that it means because a kappa lives in under the water, and if they fart under the water, it's less um, dynamic, isn't it? But with three, you'd expect a sort of jacuzzi effect. <laughs> <laughs> I did a li- I did some research, and I I found there's a short story about uh, the kappa by a chap called Lafkaido Hearn, who was uh, a Greek. Greco-English writer from the late 1800s, early 1900s, and he moved to Japan, and he was like a teacher uh, at universities there. And he was one of the first people from the West to write about Japanese culture. He wrote about the kappa, amongst other things, and he wrote a little story about the kappa, also known as the Ape of Waters, or Kawako, which means river river child. Oh, like the water babies. Yeah, but with with more of a sort of bum fixation. Yeah, way more anuses. Well, two more anuses than a standard water baby, presumably. As sequels go, the, the water babies with way more anuses. Well, in the area called uh, Matsue, uh, there is a shrine uh, called the Ka- Kawako no Miya. Is in that is apparently a document signed by a kappa. What? Yeah, because what had happened? The kappas also loved horses, I guess, because. Probably, I imagine their um, shirikodama is probably a bit easier to get like to. Like a medicine ball. Yeah, <laughs> that'd keep you going for a week. <laughs> um, so they also love to get horses. And uh, this kappa was trying to get this horse, but it got its head caught in the strap, the sort of the, the saddle underneath of the horse. And the horse ran out of the river and galloped into a field, dragging the kappa. And the people of the village surrounded it. And it bowed very deeply and was they could tell that it was begging for mercy. And the people of the village were like, yes, we're going to kill this kappa because it keeps stealing, you know, people and stuff like that and horses and our sweet, sweet shirikodamas. Um, but the horse owner came along and said, hold up, lads. I'm, I'm paraphrasing yep. here. He said, hold up. I've got a better idea. What we'll do, rather than just kill this kappa, let's get it to sign a contract to say it will not kill any of us steal any of our horses no more shiri shirikodama thefts 
and it did but it couldn't write so it just it gave a sort of a webbed paw print on this document they drew up the document and it's kept in this thing and apparently no one um from that village was was attacked by a kappa wow, wow. ever again and i gotta say what a classic mm. james shakespeare move to present <laughs> no one ever being attacked by a kappa as evidence for the existence of kappas should we score this piece of folklore yeah let's get some scores are you ready to be scored, Yuriko? Yes, please. I'm uh, I'm uh, ready for the scores. Okay, then. Yes. I'm ready to dispense the scores like a Pez dispenser of scores. A kappa would work very well as a Pez dispenser, I think, because of the little hollow in the head. You've got something to really get some purchase on with your thumb. Oh, is that the, uh, so- the sweet uh, toy? The little sweeties, oh, yes. yes. I used to collect that, yeah. You'd have three points for reloading new Pez as well. <laughs> Yeah, you get thrice as many pairs as... Thrice the pairs. First up, Supernatural for the Kappa. Supernatural. Uh, it's it's the age-old problem, isn't it? Is this is this a hitherto undiscovered zoological specimen or is it magical? And I think in this case, it's clearly magical. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's walking around. It's, it's signing contracts. It's stealing yep. people's souls in a fictitious organ out of their bums. <laughs> There's no rationale behind that. There's no. That's not a. That's not an animal, is it? That's magic. It's got three anuses. Now that's magic. <laughs> that's a chapter I don't remember from Paul Daniel's yeah. magic book. <laughs> yeah. Three anuses to every plate. Mm. The the ratios are way off. I think it's five out of five. Yes. Yes. It's Come got to on. be. It's got to be a full five out of five. Brilliant. Uh, I'll, okay, let's move on then to naming. Uh, you said that in an interesting way. Yeah. Um, I, how, are you feeling confident about this one, James? As I said, I remembered that there was about two or three names in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Right, Kappa. Mm. Great name. Great sports brand. It's a letter in the alphabet. It's a triple threat. That's right. Yes. And the kappa itself has three anuses, also a triple threat. Yeah. That's two triple threats. Yeah. Uh, the shirikodama. Shirikodama, lovely word. Might not be a particularly memorable word, but certainly a very memorable thing. <laughs> it's, yep. it's it's just spherical soul organ. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kept in your anus. Yeah, no, you're not forgetting that quickly. Yeah. Nope. If, it, if it is stolen. <laughs> Any Japanese place names? That we've got, because you, you know I'm going to try and avoid seeming uh, like a Western imperialist, and I'm going to be giving extra points for anything that sounds Asian. Well, Lafcadio Herm, I, I've i been saying his name wrong and saying Lafcaido, it's Lafcadio Herm. An even more pleasant cadence to it, uh, Lafcadio. Yeah, it's a lovely name. Lafcadio. Yeah. yeah, he sounds like a cad. He sounds like he'd be on, it, on his way to a duel every time you met sounds him. Sounds like he's a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A laugh and a bit of a cad. Yeah. Ew. There's Matsui. Matsue. Ma- Matsue? Matsue. You said that in a Yorkshire accent. Matsui. Matsui. You know the Matsui Telly brand? Yeah. That's not Japanese. Really? It was It was given the name by like, it's like Curry's or Rumbelow's mm. own brand, but they gave them Japanese sounding names because in the 80s Ooh. people thought that they would be better because they sounded like they came from Japan. Like Hagen does. And Mobin kitchens. Are they not Japanese? I mean, are they not? Mobin is British and Hagen Dazs is American. Yeah, they just gave them foreign sounding names. <laughs> uh, and Yuriko's not Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she works in Rumbelows. Yeah. <laughs> From Stoke. Yeah. So, names. We've got Shirikodama. We've got Kappa. We've got Rumbelows. Yes. Uh, we've got Yuriko Katani. Yes. We've got La- Lafcadio Hearn. Lafcadio Hearn. It's a three. It's a solid three. Okay. You shouldn't feel ashamed about that. No, we shouldn't. Mm. You sound a bit mm. ashamed about that, Yuriko. Mm. Are you feeling some shame? Yes. It's a, we, we, yeah. 
could have done better. But you know what? Maybe the next one. Yeah. Next one is politeness. 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 Yeah. There's a lot of bowing. I yeah. seem to yeah. recall. You bow. They'll bow to you. Yeah, so you make use of their politeness. In karate, they bow, don't they? Because doesn't the guy bow and get kicked in the face in Karate Kid? Karate Kid. Or I haven't seen Karate Kid. Really? I've never seen never it. Seen it. Have you seen Karate Kid ever, Yuriko? Uh, me neither. I haven't. Very popular, isn't it? Very popular. <laughs> I, I'm also aware of it being very popular. <laughs> uh, I know that there is a character called Mr. Miyagi mm-hmm. and that there is a wax on, yes. wax off situation. Wax off, yes. And that is the extent yeah. of my knowledge about the Karate Kid. Same. <laughs> yes, I'm... 100% the same, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, well, I never. I never thought I'd live to see the day. Any other examples of politeness? Um, well, I don't know. Is it a contract? I think making a thing sign a contract. Well, they were going to murder him. Yeah, it's very they? polite not to murder someone. It's extremely polite to just have someone sign a contract saying they won't keep stealing people's bum soles. Mm. Or, and horses. And horses' bum soles. <laughs> Presumably. How big do you reckon a human's one is, though, by the way, guys? <laughs> How big's a human's one? Um, like Brussels sprouts. Like the bigger marble, size of a crab apple. It's got to be able to fit out of the anus, but not by accident. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'd say, yeah, anything, anything from a an easy peeler up to a tangerine. The smaller oranges. Maybe we're in that area. Mm. We're all really picturing it now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. and I'm not sure how, how much yeah. that adds to the no. value of politeness for this story. Yeah, now I'm thinking the colour and the texture. <laughs> I don't think... You don't think that talking about a bum-based orb is very polite? <laughs> no, that's what I'm, exactly what I'm going to say. I do not think that the three-anus prodigiously farting kappa is that polite just because it bows occasionally. And I think you and the kappa... No! Yeah, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think that bowing thing might be a double bluff on the kappa's part. It's like, you know, in... in Now, I'm going to reference another film, and I hope this goes a bit better. Have you seen Jurassic Park? Of course I've seen Jurassic Park. I'm not a maniac. Yeah, same here. Yuriko, you've seen it too? Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, because we're not idiots. Many times. Okay. We've seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> yes. It's a classic. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's seen yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, everyone knows. It's got Mr. Miyagi. It's got the wax on, wax <laughs> off. song. Megalodon, Megalodoff. <laughs> that's a good dinosaur joke, but it's not a dinosaur that's in Jurassic Park. Do you know the bit where um, the Velociraptor gets the hunter man and he says the famous words, clever girl? Yep. I think that's what the Kappa's doing. It's let word get around that it's susceptible to bowing. So when a human sees it and comes face to face with it, it bows, not knowing there's another kappa lurking in the bushes to get behind him as he bows. Yep. Whip, whip his wow. shirikadama straight out. Right in there. Wow. Yes. So it's like a gang. Exactly. Kappa. Yeah, they're working as a team. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. That's the only possible explanation for this, which means that my score of two is deserved. Yeah. For these little monsters. <laughs> these cheeky little wow. so-and-sos. Perfect yeah. height to, uh, what was the phrase? Beak it out? <laughs> <laughs> to beak it out. <laughs> Should be in Wikipedia. <laughs> Gotta beak them all. Wanna be the best. Okay. I'll do the Karate Kid. It's the Karate Kid. It's the Karate Kid. <laughs> He's gonna beak your soul out. <laughs> 
Wait, is that the plot of the Karate Kid? Does he beat people's souls out yeah. from their yeah, bums? Yeah, yeah. He does the crane kick and <laughs> oh. then he does the kappa beak to subdue his opponents. <laughs> uh, final category. Yes. Anus. Anus is. It's, impo- it's important that we get the plural on this one. Well, there's at least three. Mm-hmm. There's three per kappa, so that's incredible. Three per kappa capita. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. I just think it's five out of five. It has to be maxing out on anuses, this. It really, really has. We have had no legend that's been so bumhole fixated. No, uh, this is the most extraordinarily sphinctorious creature we've ever encountered. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's too It's too bummy. I don't know how we're going to be able to bleep this episode. Yeah. If we bleep every reference to bums, it's going to be completely I incomprehensible. I think we can keep bum. I think we've, we've skirted around... The rim by referring to it as an anus. (laughs) We certainly have. We've circumnavigated uh, that particular pitfall. (laughs) Yeah. So it's five out of five. Okay, great. Max points. So before uh, we Mm. let you return to hopefully being on the lookout for cappers, Yuriko, uh, is there anything you would like to plug? Where can listeners find you? Well, I think there's obviously one thing you're going to need to plug with these cappers around. (laughs) Yes. But apart from that... I think we'll 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 edit the bit where I imply that you're going to plug your bum. I'm hole. definitely keeping that bit in, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but where where can people find you, Yuriko, for more uh, more of your uh, extremely entertaining comedy? Uh, so I'm on uh, all the social media, so Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, either Yuriko Kotani, my full name, or Yuriko Comedy. Yuriko Kotani or Yuriko Comedy. So uh, please find me. Please. Find me, please. Yes, begging. Yes. Can I, I just like to stress, Yuriko has not been kidnapped by a kappa. <laughs> no, not yet. Ho- hopefully they're not offended. You've been listening to Lawmen with me, Alastair Beckett-King. And me, James Shakeshaft. And guest law person, Yuriko Katani. If you'd like to support the Lawmen in our quest to do whatever we just did... Chat about bumholes. You can go to ko-fi.com forward slash lawmen. James, I'm wondering now if this episode needs a content warning for bums. If you got this far without needing a warning, you're all right. You've made it to the end. It would be plugging the bum after the Shirikodama has bolted, really. Yes! Do you have any creatures that have many anuses in Britain? In the UK? Yes. Oh, there's Piers Morgan, I suppose. Um, my friend's sister thought that my friend was born without a bum hole. Yeah. Yeah. So my friend was the younger sister, and when she was born, she was maybe a little constipated for a bit. And the older sister took that to mean that her younger sister had been born without a bumhole. Ooh! When she, the older sister, went to university, and the younger sister came to visit her, she didn't. She told him this and introduced her, in essence, as the girl who was born without a bumhole. What? So she (laughs) continued into adulthood, believing that her sister didn't have a bumhole. Well, no, had been born without a bumhole, but then probably a doctor cut a flap in. (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah and i think that she confronted her i think they took each other's word for it that she did have a bum hole they didn't have to call in an ombudsman no an ombudsman
I see him as having one of those little uh, eyeglasses for examining diamonds. <laughs> Squinting that into place. But with a sort of built-in nose clip. Yeah, very sensible. But then you realise, yeah. that's a whole fake. Whip it off. There's a beak underneath. It's a kappa. He's <laughs> a kappa on holiday. A kappa on holiday pretending, of course, to be an ombudsman. <laughs> the perfect cover for a kappa abroad. <laughs> 